and welcome to this week's episode of Dum Dum Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew podcast set in the homebrew world and setting of Kalandos, which is my world. I am Carla, and around the table I have amazing players, and they are starting with Kirsten. Who am I? Uh, I'm Kirsten, and I play Oriel. I'm Wednesday, and I play Santalarian. I'm Kut, and I play Rain. And I'm Nicole, and I play Darby. And I'm Carla, and I play everybody else, and sometimes trees, and wagons, and horses. <laughs> Especially the horses. <laughs> wow, that did not sound creepy at all. <laughs> um, also, we're very um, thankful and lucky this week. We have a sort of a, a sponsor almost for our podcast. We were given amazing dice by Q Workshop, which you can... Yeah. <laughs> sound effects uh, by Q Workshop which you can see their website it's in the description below but it's q-workshop.com and they're offering a discount on all the dice we've received from them so go check it out that's also in the description and maybe later you'll find out a little bit more for that I'm not saying there's an advert but there totally is and it's really funny and you should listen and it's in exactly in the middle of the podcast <laughs> Um, but yeah, just they decided to reach out to some girl gamer groups across the world and they decided to pick on us in, in South Africa and send us some dice so that we can just embrace being around the table and that they can share the fact that they understand tables are made up of all kinds of people, females, males, orcs, dwarves, hoblings, um, hoblings. <laughs> Hoblings. Oh, sorry, that's from my LARPing. I don't think that's <laughs> from the LARP I play. We use the term hoblings. Sorry. Um, and then I nearly said hobbits. Guys, yo, it's like I've never played D&D. <laughs> and now I can't even think what to call, guys. Hoblings. There we go. Good. Got it. <laughs> so whatever you are, I'm sure there's a, a dice set on Q Workshop for you. But if you're looking for one that's on discount and is the best of all the discounted sets, it's mine. Mine's glow in the dark. It's in the description below. Biased. Yes. Oh, did you say biased or bias? Because I'm like, biased. yes, bias it. <laughs> biased. Biased. Okay. But back to the matter at hand. And the reason why they decided to choose us to <laughs> share is because we are females who actually do play tabletop. So we're going to recap what happened in last week's episode. And recapping for us is Xantalarian. In last week's episode, I got to hold the woman of my dreams in my arms. It was phenomenal. There was some romantic lighting, a little bit of dancing. I did try carry her off into the bushes, but then she she mentioned marriage and I had some second thoughts. But at the end of the day, I came away with something way more valuable than a kiss. And then Oriel and I ran away because it's what we do. <laughs> it's like it's like when you're in primary school, you're like, oh, I like you. You kiss them and you run away. You're like, I never want to see you again. It's you know, I thought I liked you, but actually not. <laughs> it's like beginning and end of romance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that all that did happen, did happen. While uh, it sounds like the rest of the, the party did very little, but in honesty, in all honesty, two of the party members were sleeping and then they were awakened when they kicked each other in their sleep. Rain was nearly murdered by the person she murdered, but then <laughs> they weren't murdered, and that person ran away. And then all three of them, well, Rain, uh, Oriole, and Darby, also ran away, and Xantalarin ran away after they undressed 
a woman and left her standing in disco lights essentially with my fancy clothing on her body you did you did cover her in fancy clothing uh did you take that off your character sheet yes i did good job good job because you know we're if we're if nothing say, but can meticulous I just say, like, about fancy our pants now not fancy <laughs> you, you just got the bottoms yeah <laughs> you, you, you don't fancy pantyhose <laughs> fancy stockings but none of that matters because that's true it was my recap so I was the star. That's true. Guys, I apologize for that. Zantelarian <laughs> All of what the GM said was a lie. <laughs> Only Zantelarian did things. And if you want to check, you can go back and listen to last week's episode. Which you probably should. Probably. <laughs> Please do. We're not saying you should, but you should. All right. I assume you've come back from listening to that episode. Welcome back. And we're continuing. So where we last left off, everyone had basically passed out from exhaustion after their uh, strenuous runs um, runs away for the two half-elves and running away and covering tracks for the half-orc and the dwarf. You wake up in a, a well-appointed room. Uh, all four of you are in it. It's a very it's a very large room. There's, there's a basin next to everyone's bed that has some warmish water. It's it's probably a little bit on the cool side, but you sense that it was once quite hot water. The linen is very fine. You are sleeping in the beds. You're sleeping in your clothes so that no one removed any of your clothing. Uh, your packs and weapons are on the floor next to your beds at the bottom. And the room is mostly made out of wood. The beds are all uh, three-quarter beds. So... The dwarf is luxurious in this bed. And the pillows are extremely soft and the door to your room is closed. Okay, finicky role player question. May I regain my hit points, please? Because I went to yes, sleep. Yes, everyone may regain hit points <laughs> and regain spells and regain whatever you, you need. Sanity, regain what you need to regain. <laughs> Sanity. That'll never be regained. Yeah, that's not on your character sheet. So you get all your spells back. You are in the room. Zantelarian stretches out luxuriously um, and then he gets up, um, washes his face. Is there a mirror in there? There is a mirror. So there's a mirror above, sort of above, in the center of the wall, uh, closest to you. There's almost, not a shrine, but there's like an alcove and there's a mirror in that alcove and you can go there. Okay. I just want to see if I look good. Like I did yesterday. Um, as you approach the alcove, you see um, etched into the the shelf area a battle axe. Uh, and it looks like it's filigreed in gold. But you, when you look in the mirror, you look, you look like you've had a wonderful night's sleep. And you've got those like cherry rose cheeks of a, a fresh blush that's oh, just happened. Vitalized. Nice. Okay. Then... Can someone please just tie in that mirror to break exactly at <laughs> the time that Zandalarian looks at it? Um, I'm going to say thank you, Selena, and sort of wink at myself in the mirror. Then I'm going to do my morning calisthenics because it's what you do when you're a Selenite. Um, as you do it, so are you going to do it sort of in the middle of the room? Yes. So as you move to the middle of the room, you are in the middle of the four beds, so the four beds surround you, and on your left would be the door. The doorway. The doorway is still closed. Okay. What is everyone else doing? Um, Rain wakes up, but like, cause she fell asleep. Kind of like it wasn't a surprise, but it was like a. Poof. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I was surprised. Yeah. But. <laughs> like, uh, um, so she wakes up and she's like, "Where the hell are we?" 
Like, where the hell are we? <laughs> That's what she'd say. Um, um, this is nice. It is nice. It's very nice. Um, it is very nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little too nice. Right, um, you can just don't steal anything and then like Oreo rolls over and puts a pillow <laughs> over her head. Darby wakes up with a really big shock and he's like, where's the dress? Where's the dress? Where's the material? Um, and he's busy looking around for it. Right. Uh, was it on rain? Yeah, 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 it, yeah. yeah, it was on rain. So he's oh, checking. Okay, if it's so rain, on rain was just about. I was cut out, out of game. Was just about to ask. Did I have? Did rain have the Zantalarians? Uh, yep. The Stone material. The material, yes. the material had wrapped itself around you almost like a, a long scarf, yes, which okay. you had also bundled up under your head a little bit. Okay. Which Dobby had attempted to move uh, when Dobby heard something, and then Dobby also <gasps> went. To sleep. Yes, the material dark. Okay. Yep. So, as you look around the room, you see that it is still on rain. Okay. Dobby calms down. As is your material still on you. It <laughs> best be on me. <laughs> I, so, everyone looks refreshed, but their clothing does look a bit rumpled. Because you did sleep in your clothing. How did we get here? Where are we? We are in a temple of the Selenites. So, everybody get up. It's calisthenics time. How did we get you? Whoa. Oh, yeah. By the way, it was that place in the distance, right? That was a temple. But how did we get you when we all fell asleep on the floor? I don't know. At that moment, a door bangs open as a a strapping large orc walks into the room, sees um, Zantalarian doing calisthenics, sees Oriel still in bed, Sees Rain standing up. like clinging to the sides of the bed. So if anyone ever tries to remove her, they can't. (laughs) So she's face down on the bed, like holding the the bed frame. Okay. And then Darby and Rain are discussing. And the orc goes, yes, exercise everyone. Go. And he he sort of stands against the door looking at you and smiling and nodding. (laughs) Like, this is what you need to do. And then he... He sees no one is attempting oh, no. to do Oreo, anything. Oh, no, then, like, flap her hands, but, like, just her hands. Not her arms, nothing. It's just Still doing, face like, out of rest, the bed, just rest doing. exercises. <laughs> rest exercises. I went double time. Double time from Zandalarian, uh, Rain? Um, Rain is confused, so she kind of pretends to stretch a little. Okay, Rain is, Rain is half, like, half yeah. ass stretching. Yeah, like, like, you know when you, like, just move your weight onto one hip. <laughs> just be like, ah, oh. yeah. lean to the left, yeah. lean to the right. Yeah, Stand up, sit down, fight, fight, fight. <laughs> yeah, Dobby's not having any of it. He still wants to know how he got there. So the orc is, is nodding vigorously at Zantalarian, is starts nodding towards Oriel and then turns it into a, a no nod, like, what? <laughs> Looks at Rain and attempts to go back to the yes, but is not convinced. <laughs> and then looks at Darby and sees that Darby is just looking cheekily at, at him, I assume. Yeah. Just, like, being extra. <laughs> yeah, and then he says, cowards. You, what wrong with you, orc? What's wrong with your English orc? <laughs> Oh my god! At that, the, at that the orc, the orc like r- rises his chest, and as he does so, his like uh, tunic seems to s- manage to spread itself open as an emblazoned axe appears across his uh, pectorals, which um, the gold of the emblazoned. X 
axe tattoo that he has appears to go really fetchingly with his skin. And he goes, my English is good enough for Selena. Your exercise not good for anyone. <laughs> so, there. Darby actually laughs. Darby laughs. <laughs> Darby's gonna get pummeled into the ground and he goes, made to do star jumps. The, the um, orc goes, who your god? Alexis. And then he like kind of does like a young, a young hair flip there, you know. The, the orc looks at you very confused and he starts walking around you looking at you and then he starts like trying to lift your arms and see like <laughs> if this he goes you um you say english not good um and then he says in orcish he says to you the basically he essentially says the word to you for uh disabled <laughs> he asks if you're disabled in orc i wish i could just disable him right now yeah. with my <laughs> i'm just Dobby's just, but Dobby's not even Dobby's going to got, like, anger bro, management like, problems. No, he's got like clinical short man complaints. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you're a wizard. But you're yeah, a half that's like a half orc wizard. He's <laughs> tiny. Listen, I'm fabulous. Do you say that in orc? I do. Uh, weirdly, in orc, listen, I'm fabulous comes out like. <laughs> <laughs> but still. Quite cheeky. Yeah. You know. He's like, ah, mom tell you that. Good mom. Good mom. Not. And then he uses the orcish word for disabled. <laughs> and then he says, um, fabulous. Yes. And then he does one last, like, arm flip of your arm to see, like, if the muscle is strong. And he's like, Selena, two strong warriors. <laughs> Who is Selena? One. One is Selena. And then he looks at Zantalaren, who is doing push-ups. Yes. Is doing a million push-ups. That's why he was asking, because he could only see the people standing <laughs> and in the bed. And then he looks down and he's like, ah, yes, would be this one. And then he goes and puts his foot on Zantalaren's back as Zantalaren <laughs> continues to do push-ups. It's tough. Or else just like lifts her finger and she's like, no, no, no. And then I like, puts her hand back down. <laughs> he's like, all right, good job, everyone. We go. Excellent. Everybody, let's follow this man. Um, sorry, out of game question. Did he tell yeah. us his name? No. Um, excuse me, hold on. Before we go with yes. you, what, what's your name? Shark Tooth. Oh, Lord <clears throat> Jesus. Um, shark Tooth? You tooth. mean Shark Tooth? No. Tooth. Rain. His English ain't good. It's Tooth. 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 Shark. Yes, tooth. listen shark to tooth. Fabulous Ooh, uh. one. <laughs> <laughs> listen to all right then, Mr. Tooth. Um. <laughs> that reminds me of Shark Tooth. <laughs> shark Bait. <laughs> shark Bait. <laughs> I'm not saying it's um, not that. We love you, Disney. Yeah. Um, okay, Zen, do you trust this person? Of course. Zen Talaren stands up, puts his hands on his hips and stands like Peter Pan and he says, of course I do. He's a Selenite. Why are you all zombie like? Like I don't know. I don't think I trust this Zan. Like Can <laughs> Dobby's like just getting irritated. <laughs> Guys, how did we get in here? Who cares? Can I sleep? I uh, carried Yeah demonstration. Yes. He goes and he picks up Oriel no. on his shoulder. Can He's I like, roll to hold onto the bed? <laughs> Portal onto the bed. <laughs> Yay, first dice. First dice roll. Oh, God, dice. that's a two. 
Well, in her can she riding. As you try to pick it up, you manage to try and cling to the sheets, but you realize the sheets are so silky that they just <laughs> no, slip no, out no, your no. hands. These silky, silky sheets. And he goes, yes, I pick up uh, two and carry to town. I come from woods and I found, found you sleeping. And I thought, that not good way to sleep. Also, that one, he points uh, at Zantalaren. Uh, my friends say that one sailor night, so I, I bring you all to temple. Uh, which friend? Oh, oh, uh, it's, it's, um, we'll meet him. Yes, we oh. go. And he's still holding Oriel. He's like, we're ready. He's, uh, oh, and he looks at Dobby, he's like, you also need help. And he goes like, he's going to lift here Before as well. he does that, Dobby just puts like a, a firebolt in his hand just to kind of show him like, don't you touch and me. And the, the orc takes a step back and he goes, and he looks at you. And he looks Selenite's close. Selenite's still better the, now. Don't worry, Shock Tooth. This man is not a real man. <laughs> She's the one with the pretty face. Yes, we know he is. And then he says to you the orcish word for disabled. <laughs> I thought you were going to say fabulous. <laughs> he goes, uh, I really wish I could understand orc. Yeah. But it sounds hey. derogatory, but it's not. Um, we go. You you leave stuff here. Oriel like props her elbow on his back while she's being carried like a sack of potatoes and puts her chin in her hand, looking very unimpressed with life. Um, Rain sneaks a dagger. Oh, you're welcome. Um, but she will follow. Dobby takes all of his stuff and <laughs> follows. Dude, I'm a thief. I never put my shit down. Well, they did put it at the, the edge of your bed, so you'd have to pick it up. Because they brought to all be your fair, stuff. You were you. No, but like the wearing stuff. Oh, the stuff you're wearing. Yeah. Everything you were wearing, unless it was extremely visible, like you were wearing a giant sword on your back, they didn't take it okay. off. Okay. All right. So the only person who's picking up anything is essentially Darby. Yeah. All right. As uh, the shark tooth leads his way out, you walk into a corridor that has quite a lot of people hustling and bustling, walking past which just shows how well made the building is that you didn't hear them through, through the walls. Um, it's, it's quite opulent. In every couple of feet, there's some alcoves, and in it is um, different accoutrement, which you assume is a part of the worship of Selena. Uh, Zantelarian, you would know that it is part of the worship of, of Selena. So there's uh, almost like silk resistance bands you know mm. like gold weights so you, you very nice you um, a lot of things focused on building building your physical presence mm. and as you walk into this corridor it opens out as you've taken a couple of steps forward it opens out into a great uh, cavernous uh, room where there's a dais at the end and sitting on the dais are about Four different orcs, also all wearing similar tunics to the one Sharktooth is wearing. And sitting next to them is a human male. Uh, he has dreadlocks and he's also wearing the tunic. And he also has a battle axe emblazoned on his um, pectoral muscles. Uh, but the gold doesn't seem to uh, catch the light as much as it does on the other orc uh, orcs. And he seems to be sitting there quite casually and having a chat as different people uh, go to the different alcoves and make their um, tides and do their, their prayers. Uh, he sees Sharktooth and he sees the group of you and uh, the human waves. He waves at you and he, and he calls you over. 
Okay, when we get to the um, dais, Zantelarian, well, I'm going to just bow, you know, as one does. It's polite. Yeah, so you would know, looking at the tunics, you would know that uh, these are actually quite high-ranking priests within uh, the Selenite religion. And when I say tunic, they're also, it's like a sleeveless tunic. And the pants have quite a bit of, uh, they're quite baggy, but they still look well-fitting. And they look like clothing you can move in very easily. Out of game question. Yes. Does Zant have a tattoo on his chest? Zant, I don't know. Have you looked at his chest? I have. Um, Oh, well. Okay, so then... Rain's gonna whisper, Darby. Does it have one of those on his chest? Oh, I wasn't concentrating on the <laughs> on the tattoo. Come on, Darby, you should have seen some. Does he have one of those on his chest? No. Okay. Okay. But I mean, <laughs> I could always just rip open his shirt and show you. Oh, I thought you were just gonna. In case check. you don't trust me. In case you don't trust me. <laughs> Please don't trust um, me, please. As you're, as you're walking, uh, you hear the sounds uh, throughout the, the, the temple. You're hearing sounds of like, hua, hua, hua. Um, and you, you're sure whenever people greet each other, they, they pound their chest with their fist. And you, out of the corner of your eye, you see a really skinny girl uh, pound herself in the chest so much that she actually falls over. <laughs> Um, and at that, the nearest Selenite picks her up and claps her hard on the back like, good job, good job. And then they carry on walking through the rest of the, the temple. It's like Jock Central. <laughs> Darby is getting pretty turned on by all of these hot men. Um, I mean, there's also a woman in the temple. No, no one cares about the woman. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying to clarify, there are also women in the temple. And uh, there's very few elves. Uh, so very few, um, If as you look around, you see, don't notice a lot of elf, elfish blood. Um, however, there are quite a few dwarves. There's uh, only those five orcs, and then the rest are mostly human. So the human... In the uh, priest's tunic is waving at you guys, calling you over. Yeah, you guys so all approach. Yeah, so I do the yeah. bow. Do I have Remember? a choice? <laughs> well, I mean, you you can get down sort of whenever you want. He's not. He's holding you firmly that you won't fall, but he's not like death gripping you. No, it's fine. She's not gonna. <laughs> he's just kind of more because of how buff he is. He's more just like touching his head and then the size of his bicep it's and his hand. Up. With you in between is just sort of holding you there. Good times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as you bow, all the priests uh, return it. Uh, the human stands up a little bit slower compared to the orcs to return your bow, but the others do. And then they all look at Darby. Darby's looking at all of them. They all still look at you. Yeah. And then the human sort of makes a gesture like, you should bow. Like, okay. Like Zantelarian. So Darby does a head gesture. Darby, Darby will bow, but when he does it, he's gonna do like the bend and snap kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do so. He like he like bows down like really slowly, but he kind of arches his back out so his bum kind of sticks out, cool. but like in a really seductive kind of way. And then when he lifts his head up, he like kind of winks to like all of them. <laughs> Yeah. Um, the the orcs look 
slightly confused, but they're like, okay. And then you hear Shark Tooth saying to them in Orkish, uh, he is disabled, uh, but also, and then he says in English, uh, well, in common, fabulous. Ah. And then the human, the human holds a, a fist in front of his face and is trying not to get like laugh out loud. Okay, and the human winks back at you. Yes, Okay, Zantalaren. Well, I'm going to take the biggest gem and offer it to them. Um, as you take out the gem, the nearest uh, priest, that's an orc, uh, comes to you, takes the gem. And grabs your shoulder and gives you a, a squeeze. Um, but he does it so that you can sense that he's not using his whole force to mm. squeeze your, your arm. And he's like, uh, well met, brother. And then he goes and takes the gem off somewhere else. Then I do the, the, the chest thing. You pound your chest. <laughs> As you pound your chest, uh, the, the priest returns it with his open hand. And he... he before he goes to put the gem away. He's like, that's the first time I've ever seen Zantalaren give away any kind of gem, any kind of thing, any kind of time. I can second that. Uh, the, human, uh, the human says, uh, it is common to pay tithes to your, to your temple. Uh, and what temple might the three of you be from? Not this one, so you ain't getting no gems from me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see your skepticism. No, no, it was not a it was not a pitch for gems. Although, if you would like to give no. gems, no one will say no. Um, are you quite comfortable up there on Shark Tooth? Fine. He does have that effect on on some of the the younger. Like she, younger she folk. takes the 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 hand that's under her chin, like waves in a circular motion, and then returns it back to her chin. Um. Well, I suppose you're wondering why you were brought here. Basically. Well, yes. Welcome to the middle of the podcast. Or if it's not exactly the middle, we'll just pretend. Because that's what we do in this podcast. We pretend amazing things. So let's pretend that this is exactly 100% to the nanosecond in the middle of the Dum Dum Die RPG podcast. And to give this week's episode a break, we have something really amazing that happened to celebrate International Women's Day, which happens in March, Q Workshop decided to support uh, some girl gamer tables around the world. They supported us. They supported a really cool podcast called Roll Like a Girl. They've also supported some podcasts in Poland and some GMs in Poland just to really celebrate women uh, around the table and hashtag women in tabletops. You can totally use that hashtag. It's real. Um, and so what they've done is we all got to pick from their website. We got to pick a set of dice that we wanted for ourselves. And they decided to share that love and to share uh, girl gamerness and to share basically favoritism. Because you get to buy the dice that we have at a discount. And to push that forward, I'm going to give everyone three seconds to sort of say why their dice is the best and why you should buy that, that pair. So we'll start with Kirsten. Messages is Kirsten or is Oriel? Whatever you think sells your dice best. Uh, okay, I'm going to do this Oriel then. I think my my dice are really, really nice because they've got tiny little cherry blossom flowers and I can't really read the numbers because they're in a different language. That's amazing. Okay, that's it. Yeah, but now if you did it in an Oriel, I'm like, don't you have comprehended languages? Yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I forgot I can understand other languages. 
Good thing there's a key. Yeah, there's a page with the numbers and the letters, Japanese kanji <laughs> numbers. So I will read in real life. Wednesday's dice. Okay, I'm going to sell my dice as myself because they are way too feminine to be Xantelarian's dice. Um, they are the classic red and pearl and they are absolutely stunning, especially if you're like me into a little bit of gothic flavor that isn't black. Good job, Kurt. Okay, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm going to do this. Kurt, uh, my dice are cool simply because they already have a theme song. It goes, na, 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 dice of Egyptian mummies. I love the, it's like a triangle almost. It just gave it that extra like, ting. Good job. Good job. Nicole. Um, I'm going to do mine as Darby. Do it. Darby's dice is amazing because, well, it's the exact same as Oriole's. And you know what they say, twinsies of cherry blossoms are better than one. <laughs> Twinsies. I, I mean, I'm sure that was going somewhere awesome. <laughs> and then it didn't. <laughs> or did it? Who can say? Maybe. So my dice, uh, don't worry, in the description we'll put the actual names of the dice, but I'll put <laughs> which player uh, was using those dice because um, unfortunately on the Cube Workshop website they're not called Dice of Egyptian Mummies. <laughs> Although I feel like that is something they can take on board as a, as a note. <laughs> No. But um, I've got really amazing dice because mine glow in the dark. And even though Wednesday's judging my glow in the darkiness, because she's like, it's quite emo. I'm just saying, if we have to play D&D in survival mode at nighttime, only I will survive. Even if I roll ones, because they won't be rolling anything. And they won't know. But I will, because mine glow in the dark. And look amazing. And they're steampunk. I got extra time because I'm the GM. <laughs> So please don't kill us. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Q Workshop just wanted to celebrate more people coming to the table, whether you're male, female, um, other, orc, whatever you are. If you like really well-made dice, really quality dice, because you can feel them as you pick them up. They're totally different from the other dice I own. Um, and they're hand-painted. So especially the cherry blossoms are hand-painted. Which, uh, you know, I know some of us can paint minis, but whew. Detail. No, this is a whole nother ball um, game. Very small detail. Um, so if you look in the description below, we'll send a link to uh, Q Workshop. They're also doing a discount for this week, um, possibly for the whole month of March. So keep an eye out on all the dice that the different uh, podcasts and all the different women role players are using. So please go support them because they support women in role playing and also get yourself an amazing pair of dice. And there's no discount code. They're just offering the discount flat. But we feel like you should type in a discount code anyway. And what is that discount code, Kut? Dum dum die die. Dum dum die die. But that's not the real code. You still get the discount even without that code. We'll just give you a bonus. You get XP for typing a really cool code. But and that's end, how you break the internet. <laughs> but in the end... Uh, just a really heartfelt thank you to Q Workshop. They have a whole wide range of dice to serve all the different kinds of people out there. So do give them a look. And now, back to the podcast, which is also exactly in the middle. Because magic. Not really, but... Well, um... Oh, I didn't think that through. I thought it was going to sound all mysterious, but actually it's because you were passed out in the cold. And he is a Selenite, so we thought we'd bring you here to safety to sleep. 
Thanks. Uh, I thought it would be a more interesting story if I started with, so you wondered why you were here and I didn't have a follow through. <laughs> Thank you. Job yeah. well done. Yeah, On the storytelling. Darby kind of laughs the way the priest laughed at him, like under his breath. Mm. And he just doesn't say anything. So what brings you to Port Auroch? We were running away from an evil lady. What? When she says running away, what she means is... Running with we two needed, feet. We needed to escape from this woman because she was trying to kill that one. And, he, and I point at Darby. <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to kill you, it's true. <laughs> well, she didn't. Yet. Why are people trying to kill you? As you can tell from his demeanor and his physique, he does get into trouble quite often. Because he's fabulous. And I'm the strongest one of, out of all of us. At that, so, Sharktooth starts laughing uncontrollably. Yeah, and, and Oriole coughs under her breath. Debatable. And then he, he, he Darby costs a... A spell on Sharktooth. Shark he caused hey, Ray of Frost. Sharktooth. That's rude. On Sharktooth. Yep. Just, Roll just, just on his, like his legs, just his feet. All right. Roll if, to if attack. If Sharktooth drops me, I'm gonna be most unimpressed with you, Darby. Roll to attack. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, these new dice—they're beautiful, but uh, the kanji are hard to read. Okay. Seventeen. It's a TT. Yeah, I mean, a <laughs> I hit you with the GT. <laughs> 17. 17. Uh, to hit. Yeah. That does not hit. It does not? No. So as you start to, to cast Ray of Frost, uh, it looks like it hits him, and then he laughs even harder. Toby's going fireball. <clears throat> so oh, I forgot God. they were in and then, a Selenite temple. And then he puts Oriel down, and he says... And he says to the to the human, he says, um, Hakla, we take them elsewhere. Methinks they fight here. <laughs> and he starts trying to shuffle you off into a side room. Like there is an alcove. And the other orc priests nods are trying to look quite sage as they nod, like, yes, go to a to, to a more private room. But they're also laughing. It's okay. Let them laugh. So Oriel, shark Oriel tooth tap, starts. Oriel tap shark tooth on the <laughs> shoulder and she goes. <laughs> and holds up her arms for puppies. He looks. She wants to be carried. Roll, roll. Um, how do, how are you trying to do this? By looking adorable. Okay, so adorableness. <laughs> roll performance. That's sixteen. Weight class performance. That's a, a natural 20. He looks at you and he just scoops you up. This time he doesn't put you over like in a fireman's hold. Mm -hmm. He almost scoops you with um, the crook of his arm. So you're sitting almost like it's a swing. Oh, yeah. And he's walking forward with you. And it is swinging a little bit as he walks. And I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Can I just say something? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to, to add my spellet. <laughs> Okay, what is your spell attack? Because you never know. What would it have been? Oh, so it would have been plus five. So 22. Yeah. Still didn't hit. Oh, come on. <laughs> when the DM says no, the DM says no. Okay. I'm still going to get him. <clears throat> so uh, he shuffles you and the human follows you into, you move into a, another a slightly smaller room. There's no one around. Uh, you can see there's a window looking outwards 
And within the room, there's a couple of chairs with really nice velvet cushions on top. And there are alcoves in on every wall, essentially, for Selena. The, the huckler sits down. So the human sits down. Shark Tooth sits down, but he's still holding Oriel. She's happily sitting. In, his, in the crook of his arm. Um, right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Rain, um, she doesn't sit down. She just kind of walks to the window, though. Cool. Uh, as you walk to the window, you look out and you see uh, a really, really blue sea outside. So the view is quite magnificent. Question. In yes. this blue sea, is there like a little beach? Um, if you like look little... closer, if you lean closer into the window, mm. you, you can see a beach under the, under the windowsill. Mm. Interesting. So there is a beach, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if you look to the sides and things, you can see that there's, a, there's the port a little bit mm-hmm. off in the distance. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, out of game question. Did the human introduce himself or not? No, he didn't say the name. Okay. Um, excuse me, Mr. Huckler, sir. Yes. Um, I have a question for you. Do you happen to know anything about a possible revival of uh, Tommy Mealtime? Tommy Mealtime? <laughs> Is that a show? <laughs> I haven't been out much lately. You see, I'm quite busy trying to educate people about the good, the good word of uh, Selena. As an aside, and he looks at the dwarf, he's like, have you heard the great word of Selena? I'm fine with Emmeth, thank you very much. Emmeth, ah, storing that. And he taps his head like he's <laughs> keeping that information. And he turns to Oriel and he's like, you look like a lady who would love to hear about the fineness that is Selena. Uh, okay, thanks. And she like flashes her wrist with her tattoo. And then he's like, love. Love. noted and touches his head. <laughs> and then he looks at uh, um, Darby. Don't even think about it. Noted. And he touches his head. <laughs> He's like, uh, I'm unsure, so I haven't seen any shows recently. No, no. I hear there's a very good bard at, at the brothel. No, that guy. The one, the one that Selena beat into the depths of he means not returning. <coughs> what? And then at that shark tooth almost brings his elbow in closer to his body. Like, yes, come closer to me. Like, that's a scary story. <laughs> And then he leans forward. Uh, oh, and Shaktuk says, what you say? So this woman that we did not run away from, uh, that we <laughs> evaded. <laughs> strategically escaped from. <laughs> yes. Um, she is planning a revival of uh, this Samael. Those are some very serious accusations. Not accusations. This is truth. I'm a Senelanite. We only speak the truth. And we were all there, so he's not lying. My cousin speaks the facts. <laughs> and you would love to know that the same Selenite was the one who wanted to marry the mistress. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the mistress started who? suggesting marriage. All right, wait, well, stop. And then shock to... F- if you guys don't stop, Shark Tooth starts. Stop! Then Oriel like grabs Shark Tooth like neck. <laughs> yeah, you. It takes your whole yeah. arm to get around his neck, which you do, and uh, you can feel like his vocal cord vibrating. Yeah. Um. 
And then the human looks at you and he says, who is the mistress? We didn't say anything about a mistress. She's a fabulous half-elf lady that we think is half-human. And she wears this fabulous material, but we actually managed to get it off her. And now we're here because we ran away from her because she was going to kill Darby again because he's too sassy for his own good. For material. No. It's really nice. I think like- And then Oriel just goes and with her fingers and she like removes it from one, like part of, sh- what's it, shark tooth snake? She just like points at the gold and points at the silver. Okay, I'm going to roll perception. Shark tooth doesn't see it. Yes. Uh, but the, the human, human sees what you're referring to. Um, I can't believe the only thing you took away from that was about material. No, because initially I had thought your story had some credibility to it coming from a Selenite, but then there were ma- mag- marriages and mistresses and materials. So I, Just because we got ourselves into a ridiculous situation doesn't mean that it's not true. <laughs> if you don't believe us, ask Selenite there. Or ask the Zorn in the cave, Jeremy. He will tell you. Now you just sound crazy. You also sound crazy. Shush. He seems to <clears throat> believe you. And he says, All right, so as a Selenite, and he looks at you, you believe that Samael might be coming back. You know who might be bringing him back, and yet you are here. Exactly. I had to come to the place where the best fighters in this world are located. Because they didn't want me to kill her. Because... <clears throat> Looking at the group that I'm with, and Sharktooth can attest to this, they don't even do early morning calisthenics. Sharktooth says... Oriel up in indignation. Uh, the human looks to Sharktooth and says, exercise. He's like, yeah, no, no exercise. That one. And he points at Rain and he sh- sort of shows how she like <laughs> lifted, righted. And then he says, this one. And he flaps his hands. And then he points at Darby and he says, well, that one. And he uses the orcish word for disabled. And Darby just wants to zap him. (laughs) Aurel looks at you and she she starts like making Z's out of her face, (laughs) like threatened to put you to sleep. You want us to go beat woman for you? Well, yes, either that or call in the troops. Uh, Sharktooth looks at his arms and he's like, Troop one, points at the one by his oh, head, <laughs> points at the other, troop two. What is it about people with their arms? First it was lightning and thunder, now They're there's very troop one and troop two. Look, I don't think that's going to be enough. I came up against her and managed to just rob her. What you take? Fancy, fancy cloth. Cloth not so fancy. That's not just fancy cloth. The cloth talks. And then the, the human goes, what? The cloth talks, you say. Tell me more about this cloth. And he leans on his hands and looks at um, Rain and Darby. Rain, don't say another word. Rain wasn't planning on saying okay. a thing. But she looks at him and she, and she goes, what do you know of talking cloth? Well, there's, there's been some rumors in this portside town. But 
if it's not the class we're talking about, then there's no reason to discuss said rumors. Okay. Hypothetically saying, if it was the class they're talking about, what would the rumors be? Well, there is a, a, a sect within this town that uh, sees a lot, knows a lot, and often shares with the various temples, uh, some temples more than others, and smiles at Shaktiv, um, about goings-on that could be of importance, could be, could be connected to Tamayel, as you've mentioned, could be not connected at all. You know, it, it takes someone to put the pu- puzzle pieces together, and then Shaktiv is nodding his head like, yes. Yes, puzzle pieces. Or he'll shaking as he's learning, is it? <laughs> is it me or was that conversation necessary? Because I feel like we didn't get anything important. Out Would you of be it. able to take us there? Sure. Um, and he looks he looks at the four of you, he's like and he looks at Rain and Darby and he's like, You two look alright dressed. Uh, he looks at Zantalarian. You look fine. He looks at uh Oriel, he's like I gave away my fancy clothing and put it on the mistress. What? All right, you will be their servant. And uh, and he looks and he sort of goes up towards you, Rain, and he, say, and he asks, may I? Uh, and he gestures with his hands like he's going mm-hmm. to do something to the cloth. What is it you want to do exactly? Well, this material seems to be wearing you and not the other way around. I was just going <laughs> to... He's going to make you Make it look better. <laughs> well, you may, but uh, it, the material might let you... As, he, as you said, you may. He starts wrapping his hands and maneuvering, and he's managed to make the material look like this gorgeous cravat that's managed to filter into the cleavage of your, of your armor... Which didn't actually have cleavage before. It was just a breastplate. But it's managed to uh, fall in such a way that it gives an illusion of um, cleavage and that the, the plate isn't so um, straight and flat. And he's managed to drape it so that the, the gold appears to glint off every part of your armor. You mean the silver? No, it's gold. No, it's gold. Mine is silver. Darby's is silver. Oh, that's right. Mm. Oh, I'm getting my colors confused. Yeah. Um, he looks at Darby and he says, well, you, you look great. Uh, just You pa- mean fabulous. And then he looks at the orc, um, uh, Shaktif, and Shaktif like, just shrugs his shoulders. Mm. He's like, well, yes, you do look fabulous, um, but if you could not speak so much, that would be great. I agree. And he's like, right, all right, follow me. We are heading off. To go meet the scene. All right, hold on. I need to go get my stuff. Um, we shall return, but you may get your stuff. I'm going to go get my stuff. Um, she must Please carry it. my stuff. Who? The servant. Her. The servant. Okay, fine. So Rain goes off. Can she go off to go get her? You can go off to get, and get your Oriel's stuff. And stuff. Please get my stuff, too. Uh, you do so. It's not hard to find your way back okay. to the room. And then I get mine and Oriel's stuff. Yeah. Cool. I want to arm myself as well, please. So you're going to go fetch your stuff, arm yourself. Yeah. Uh, you do so. Darby, you've got all your stuff with you. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, as you guys all come back to the room, uh, the human looks and he says, right, give it to her. I tap shark tooth to put me down. Uh, shark tooth does so. Okay. And then I give Oriole her stuff and my stuff. He's like, take care. I'm a bottles, Oriole. Serious. How much stuff do you have? <laughs> Well, 
<laughs> I've got an explorer's pack, four jars filled with Ethan's water from the pool in a cave, an extra jar filled with pool. Whoa, sorry. Okay, I've got an explorer's pack. I got jars, one of which I've, oh, I've got four jars, one of which is filled with Ethan's water from the pool in the cave. Uh, an extra jar filled with pool essence taken from the suspect gnome and all my brewer supplies. <laughs> okay, so uh, it's a well-stuffed pack mm-hmm. because there's also appears to be some clothing or pieces of material in between the jars to try and so that they don't break uh, whilst exploring. So you and grab mushrooms. that. I've also got psychedelic mushrooms wrapped carefully, which spo- you don't want the spores to get out. You don't want the spores to get out because you could fall asleep like you did the last time, Okay. Rain is assisting <laughs> putting this pack on you and telling you all the safety warnings for said pack. Mm-hmm. Um, Darby, give her your stuff. Darby gives her the stuff. Do you also have quite a full pack? I just have a explorer's pack and okay. a few daggers. Okay. And a crossbow. I'm <laughs> sling. <laughs> Oriel cannot carry on the machine. She's got so much. And dots. Uh, so as Oriel's carrying this, uh, as... You you start putting it on and it feels weirdly light. Anyone who's looking can see that shark tooth is casually like putting his hand underneath the bottom of all the baggage just to sort of assist. Okay, guys, this feels great. Let's go. I mean, it does feel it feels almost lighter than your own pack. Actually, I feel super strong today. He's like. That is what sleeping in Selena's temple does for you. <laughs> okay, right. if you say so. And then she like walks away from him. And then as you step too fast away from him, the weights of the packs pull you down and, and you land on your down. back. <laughs> he goes, Turtle! You are turtling. Um, the human looks and he says, perhaps you might want to only pick uh, necessities. What's wrong with us carrying our own stuff? Can I ask? Well, the place where we are going is a very high-class brothel, and anyone seen dressed like her would be... I have fancy pantyhose. <laughs> we were hoping to make you look like a customer, not necessarily like someone who worked there. <laughs> so uh, with the amount of clothing we need you to wear and the state of the clothing you are wearing... It's not going to work with her. Yeah. There's no point. She pulls a fat lip. Either she comes or you leave your stuff. Only necessities. All right, fine. Well, all my stuff I carry on my body all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. You can't see it. I still so have the dagger that I snuck. All right, so you're going to leave your explorer's pack with all your, your bottles and accoutrement? Yeah. Cool. I keep my daggers and I'm going to... Would, would I be able to hide my explorer's pack underneath the dress? Probably not. Okay, I just take my daggers and my slings. Cool. All right. Um, follow me, and if you, he points at Darby, and you, he points at Oriel, can talk less, that would be great. And Sharktooth says, Yes, uh, you not good talker. We talk. Get you information. And they start heading out the temple. As you head out the temple, you step out into the street. It is probably about 10 in the morning. The street is fully cobbled. It's extremely busy. There are lots of people coming and going. It's a very busy portside town. Um, And all the buildings are made of brick. 
and concrete, and they also uh, appear to have very well-painted signs where the shops, there's very well-painted signs. Um, there appears to be a very well-appointed tavern just down the road, and you start heading down towards the seaside. I am going to put a little bit of a gentlemanly, I'm going to walk with gentlemanly <clears throat> swagger. You do so. Some people notice as you walk past. Out of game question, this is not really a place that rain knows, right? As you as you sort of see the town, mm-hmm. you have heard of Port Orach before okay. and you have wanted to come here, mm-hmm. but it just seems you you just never managed to save up enough stock to to make it worthwhile to come here. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it just yeah. it just never seemed to happen for you. Okay, so Arena sizes up the tavern and makes a mental note to go check it out. Perfect. As you head on down closer towards the docks, you see a, a building that has a sign hanging out from it, but the sign is just painted black, and upon the black in silver is a moon. Uh, the human stands in front of it, and he knocks on the door. Are you guys doing anything? I'm posing. Just waiting. Are posing? Peeking out from behind shop two. Uh, you do so. Darby's just waiting as well. Um, the door swings open, uh, and you can see a dimly lit corridor, and there's a woman uh, standing there, dressed quite opulently, and she gestures that you should come inside. I bow. I give a bow before I walk in the door. She curtsies. Um, Rain takes a look or two behind her. Um, nods at the woman and walks in. Uh, the human walks in. <clears throat> Darby follows Rain. Uh, Sharktooth walks in and as he sees uh, the woman, he says, she, she work for me. And he points at, uh, Oriel. And then, like, as he walks past Oriel's, like, in a big curtsy, but needs permission to stand up. Um, Sharktooth, uh, looks at you and then he, he's, like, quizzical. He's unsure what you want. And the woman looks at you, and they just look at you. And Sharktooth says, oh, yes, you come inside. And then she steps and she walks inside. And then he, he looks and at the woman, and he's like, she's, yes. And he walks away. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, the woman uh, raises her eyebrow and shuts the door. As you walk in. You see there is a sort of a, a parlor area and there's some uh, couches there, uh, chaise lounges, and which the woman gestures that you should uh, take a seat there. The human doesn't sit, he stands. Uh, as all of you sit, does everyone else sit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm. I sit. Um, I have a, sort of like an out of game question. Mm. Um, because of my backstory, do I know this place or not? You haven't heard of this place, or and you don't know it, but it's got a very familiar feeling in that it's it's one you know it's a brothel, and you know that behind the doors she's probably going to bring some um, yeah women okay. who work there, men who work there to come parade mm-hmm. shortly. So, uh, but you can see by by the chaise lounge, by the decoration, that it's a very well-to-do brothel. Um, okay, I'm going to put on my most dashing smile. 
You do so. The the woman smiles at you. Um, the human turns to her and he says, um, what is seen cannot be unseen. And she raises her eyebrow and you almost hear a humph and she exits. As she does so, from a, a door in the side of the room steps out a halfling. Um, he's, he's dressed uh, a little bit shabbily. He's got a, a kind of crushed looking top hat on his head and he looks... Right, who's looking for information? He's like, and he looks at Oriole. Oriole like raises a hand and then like points at Shark too. He's looking for information. No, I'm looking for information. Ah, I have not seen you before. What is seen cannot be unseen. I'll remember you. What do you want? Tsumail. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lady trying to revive Tsumail. We need information so we can stop it. Hold that thought. He goes out, out back through the door. Um, you hear some knocking about. And he comes back and he says, I'll take the material for the information. No can do. That material is sentient. Yes, why do you think I asked for it? You can't take, you can't take it. It's alive. It goes where it wants. I know this because my friend stole it from me. But you just said you can't take it. So if she stole it from you, you see, this is where no. the point comes in. That why do you let her speak? Don't talk. She bows her head. Right. So I'll take. You've got. You've got the set. So I'll take. And he looks, and he sort of walks closer to Rain, uh, and appears to be sniffing near the material, and then he walks closer to Darby, and he. Sniffs and he goes, I'll take the gold. Okay. Zantelaren is going to like l- relax back into the sh- uh, challenge and sort of like very casually cross his legs and be like, well, you're welcome to try. Um, Arane just um, like clicks her neck. Yeah, or I was going to preface side. <laughs> side to side. Dobby is fuming. Like he is fuming. <laughs> uh, you He's about to cut someone. You see the woman walk in and she just gives everyone a glance and she raises her eyebrow and she lifts her finger and she waves it side to side as in, no, you do not do that in here. She doesn't say anything. And then she looks at uh, the halfling and she exits. But as she does, she looks at him a moment longer and then walks mm. in. He's like, <sighs> all right. You want information about Samael. I want that material. How are we going to make this happen? Well, if I were you, I'd try to convince the material. He steps closer and he holds his hand out and he says, is it all right if I give it a go? No. Well, wasn't I really asking you? And he holds out his hand towards your neck where the material is. Um... Darby wants to chop off his hand. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he holds it out quite expectantly, smiling, and nothing happens. And he says, huh, how long you had this material? Long enough. Apparently, it seems to have bonded with you. Stupid material. <laughs> Tell me more about this material, what you know about it. Well, look, no. Do you want information about Simael? Do you want material information? Because either way, these are material. Did you see what I did there? And he looks at the human like, hey, hey, 
Nothing. Okay. Yeah, and then he looks at me. (laughs) And he looks at you and he's like, I was going to let you speak, but mm -mm. no. Tamayo. Tamayo? Tamayo. And he looks at you. Don't talk. Darby? He looks at you. um, Darby gives Zantelarian a look, like a, I'm going to cut you look. (laughs) And like, don't tell me what to do kind of look. And then he looks at the guy and he was like, they're part of the same package. Like, it's the same thing. <gasps> so you better tell us. Now, this one is spicy, but this one <laughs> is spicy. actually not. It's probably the smartest one here. So, Or it'll just like. I also start. just puff up, but she's just like. <gasps> <gasps> Shark Tooth looks very confused. And then the human is also covering his um, mouth as he, as he tries not to giggle out loud. Oro looks like Jigglypuff incarnate. <laughs> like your yeah, cheeks. Your <laughs> cheeks are huge. And he's like, right, well, let's go somewhere else where you can talk. She, he, uh, the orc, uh, can share some more smart information. And then I will share some more information with you about Simile, the material, and how they are actually connected. Because, you know... Once I was actually in a farm and he starts leading the way out the house um, and out the the room telling a very hilarious story involving a farm, pigs, and possibly the farmer's daughter. Okay, I follow him and I'm going to like laugh at every joke, you know, blah, 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 play the part. Uh, Sharktooth and the humans start following out as well. Rain follows. Darby is right behind Rain. Aurea is still very much in Jigglypuff mode. <laughs> Looking grumpy. She's very, very grumpy. And then eventually walks out. Um, but she wants to try and swipe something on the way out. Okay. Just as revenge. So as you walk out in the corridor, roll um, sleight of hand. Eight. As you do so, you manage to pick up something quite stealthily and start to put it in your your robe and you just feel someone looking at the back of you and it's the woman holding out her hand. <laughs> she throws it on the floor and stomps out. The woman walks to the door, picks up the item and then ever so slightly starts to push you out with the door as she closes it. Oh, no, she was, like, marching out. Well, then she she closes the door um, and doesn't slam it. She just gently clicks it closed. You step out into the streets of Port Oroch, following a halfling in a crushed top hat as you seek to discover more information about Simael, material, and how Darby is the smartest person in the party. And that brings us a lie. (laughs) And that brings us to the end of this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, thank you, my players who make the game so amazing. A big thank you to Q Workshop for these awesome, awesome dice. Did I mention my guy in the door? Um, and as always, if you enjoyed this, please share it with your friends, foes, families, familiars. Also remember, you can get hold of us on all the social medias at Dum Dum Die Pod uh, is our email. And you can find us on the social medias at Dum Dum Die, spelled D-U-M-D-U-M-D-I-E. Um, and if you'd like, please leave us a review. So let other people know how much you enjoyed our podcast. Also, don't forget to check out in the description below and to check out q-workshop.com for amazing dice that are on special and supporting women in hashtag women in tabletop. 
Also, as always, a big thank you to Veed, who makes the amazing music that plays in the podcast, as well as to our two epic sound engineers, Wednesday and Tristan, who make my my uh, pretend mouth music sound amazing. Awesome. Yeah. I realized I said mouth music, and then I, could, I was like, <laughs> there's no coming back from that. <laughs> and with that, as always, have a most amazing week of role-playing. Wednesday's very serious about your clap. I must get your clap right. (laughs) Get yourself, girls. There's a a song I must sing to you one day. Um, If you're happy and you know, clap your hands. Well, there's actually a child song and it was in Sesame Street, but it's one of those, it's not for children. And it goes, and I used to sing it when I was in children's theater. It goes, I've got the clap and I'm giving it to you. Uh, I've got the clap. Yes, I do. I do. And then it goes, it's so easy. Anyone can get the clap. Oh my God. And obviously, I mean, it's teaching young children how to clap, but it's also Mm. teaching parents how STDs work. Because <laughs> parents need to know that. Oh, that's going to be cut out. Or is it? Or is it? Or is it? <laughs>